Okay. Three, two, one, go. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Okay, whatever. It's good enough. Um, I said go. What are you talking about? You didn't about? say it in sync with us. I said we're going to say it in sync, and you said you okay, would do then it. Let's it's fine. It's fine. Do it it's again. Fine. It's, it's, no, we're doing it no, again. No, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Do it again. <laughs> it's done. We did it. <laughs> is this the start of our podcast? Yes. Hello, everybody. These I'm Rich from rich.com slash richwrites. <laughs> I have an Instagram that's gay, and it's called FBD45. <laughs> you didn't say what your name was. <laughs> oh, Frankie. <laughs> I was waiting. I was, like, I was also waiting. <laughs> I was like, That's my name. My name is now just FBD45. His parents were looking at him as he was born and were like, we're going to name him FBD45. <laughs> it says that on his birth certificate. I told you guys where that name came from. It's your initials. It's Yes. Wait, but we like need, the hang 45. on, hang on. We need our third person to introduce themselves. Oh, right. But then we'll talk about my username. I'm Jake. Ooh. Okay, done. Anyways. <laughs> okay. How, how, Moving on. <laughs> how, are you going to tell us how you got your Instagram name? It's it's because yes. 45 so, is how old he is. Oh. No, it's, uh, oh, okay. It's, I made a club penguin, and Frankie BD was taken, so I was Frankie BD 45 on club penguin, and it just stuck. Oh, that's a nice story. It's cute. I was a pussy smasher 69 on Club Penguin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Can't I can't believe I, that I, made it through. I was 11. Uh, it did not make it through. <laughs> no, damn. Um, Ooh, anyways, guys, I just reached a huge milestone in my life that I need to tell you about for the very first time. <laughs> what is it? Oh, wow. What is uh, this exciting new information? What could it possibly My, that my YouTube page just reached 6,969 views exactly. Oh my god. Nice. Oh my god. I've never heard this news before. It's like <laughs> not even twice. <laughs> my, th that's going to be my life accomplishment, and I hope that's written on my tombstone. I, I, I'll make sure. Husband. Oh, thank you. Alright, no so problem. my husband will make sure that's on my tombstone. Okay, Rich, did, Richard, did you ever say your name? I I think I said I'm Rich. My name's Rich. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said rich.com slash richwrites. No, I said youtube.com slash whatever. Anyways, you, you did, but... so um, on, on in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're, we all have two conspiracy theories plant, uh, that we found on the internet, and we're going to read them to each other, and we're all going to react to them, and it should be a jolly old fun time. Don't take it too seriously. It, it's just shit we found on the internet that might be insane. Um, yeah. Because mine I... might be a little anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh, God! We're going to be canceled on podcast one. <laughs> I'm literally coming after the company I work for, so like... Nice. All right. For, I, I think we should go in the order Frankie, then me, then Jake. And then... Oh, okay. So we all do one at a time, and then we restart from the beginning, and then we all just read our second one. Also, I think I we should rate everyone's conspiracy theory out of ten. Ten being the most real plausible, and one being the least plausible, and whoever has the most points wins a prize. Cool. The okay. prize will be a kiss on the mouth dick. from me. Okay. Damn it. Okay. I 
I'm glad I'm oh, probably not going to win My this TikTok's one. going off. Well, I never checked my the TikTok. It's probably doing real well. All right, um, TikTok, sorry. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> what? Sorry, my TikTok was doing well. I just, Did you make a TikTok? I made a TikTok during my um, class, <sighs> and it was like, POV, you're my paper, and I'm doodling on you. What the fuck? And it has over a hundred likes. Oh my god. That... Wait, how many views does that have? I think it's a 200. Wait, so out of 200 views, you got 100 likes? Yeah. Is that... That's, like, insane, right? That's... That's pretty good. That's, like... Because... Because... My most liked video has, like, 43 likes, and that has, like, 900 views. Sorry that I'm just a TikTok god. Oh, okay. I might as well quit my job on YouTube and just make TikToks. Yeah. Exactly. Frankie you should, should be have done this that podcast. forever You're right. Exactly. Hello, welcome to my <laughs> podcast. These two are randos I found on the goddamn street. That's true. <laughs> I mean, for you, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's true for Jake. But uh, we don't have a podcast name as of right now. Um, it's, I'm telling you, oh. welcome to two faggy bald fucks. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what? That's not a, that's not advertiser friendly. I don't see a problem with that name. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't think that we'll get uh, traction very well if that's our title. I think it's going to do amazing. It's going to do spectacular. All right. Frankie, do you want to kick us off with your first uh, conspiracy okay. theory? Okay, so we're going to talk about Procter & Gamble. Ooh. Um, it's a it's a conglomerate-type company. They own a ton of little companies. I work for blank, so... Um, Frank, yeah. Frankie's going to lose his job by the end of this. Pretty yeah. much. So That's fine. If I, I texted you guys the logo, like, not too long ago. Oh, yeah, this cryptic Illuminati shit. Yes, yeah, so Procter & Gamble is definitely part of the Illuminati. Oh, was that? Okay. That's the, spe- the conspiracy. Ooh. So if if you pull up the photo I sent you to, and you guys can Google this photo by Googling Procter & Gamble old logo. You'll see in the 1931, there's like a little guy in the moon, and there's some stars. And then if you look into his beard, the number 666 is kind of just chilling. Where is the number 666? I'm looking at it. In the bottom of his beard in the 1931 logo. They're upside down sixes. Wouldn't an upside down six be a nine? But if you flip it, what? Nice. Nice. <laughs> We're talking conspiracy theories. Okay, alright, I see it, I see it. You see the And then he also has some horns. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this man is fully just like the devil up on their logo. And so they had like a lawsuit, and then if you the photo I sent them has the newer logo where they removed all that shit. Mm-hmm. But Procter and Gamble's one of their companies, Gillette, came out with a heated razor, and in the UPC are the numbers six six six. Yikes! Spooky. Yeah, kind of major yike. Major. Um, I think I had that razor. The he- it just came out. Oh no, I didn't. You got it. No, I had a vibrating <laughs> razor. Yeah, you had a pro- yeah. The heated razor just came out. I'm not saying I sell them, <laughs> but I'm come in contact with the UPC a lot. Does the heated razor actually like make your shave closer? Because I-, I question it, that a lot. It actually does. 
Oops, sorry, Siri. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Your phone is sorry, on Siri. silent? No, Siri went off and I'm diddling with okay. it. No, um, so it, if you want the science behind the heated razor, for everyone in the podcast, since I have to say it daily, I mean, maybe you say it daily. You don't know what division of Procter & Gamble I Allegedly. work for. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, the whole point of it is that the heat opens up your pores and makes your skin tighter, so it's getting the blades closer to your skin and causing that smoother, cleaner shape. Nice. Well, damn. <laughs> it's not cutting. It's shaving. With beautiful five blades. Allegedly. 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 All right. So, um, so, so what, so what, further, tell us more about this conspiracy theory. That's it. They're, they're part of the Illuminati. What else do you Wait, need? that's it? Procter and Gamble is the Illuminati. Yeah. What else do you need? The Procter and Gamble is the Illuminati. Those are, the devil. That, that, horns. 666 in a lot of locations. Those are, that, that's all the details you have? Richard, I don't do know you about you, but I believe about, it. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. Need, do you need more? Should I just go into the Denver airport conspiracy theory? That won't be shitty. That's a fun one. Wait, how many conspiracy oh. theories do you have? I mean, the Denver airport one I just know off the top All right, of my head. Go into it. Okay, so the Denver airport is just fully where the Illuminati is going to go when they end the world. I did know about this one. That That's the whole point, because there's these That's because Jake's part of the Illuminati. It's true. Exactly. There's these miles and miles of underground tunnels in, like, the Denver airport that, like, everyone's like, oh, it's just for, like, carts to get around. Like, no, they're like, go fucking two miles down. What the fuck are you talking about? I wish whole... Wait, wait, hang on. I saw this in Ikea. They have... They actually have tunnels for the carts. I mean, yeah, a lot of places have them, but are they massive miles long and also deep, deep underground? I guess, I guess not. Yeah, exactly. So shut your fucking mouth, you cunt. <laughs> anyway. Yikes. Um, we like to have fun So here. then there's like these really cryptic paintings that you can Google. And they're really, really actually scary. They're like fucking horrifying paintings of like a man in a military suit and a gas mask killing children. Wait, really? Oh, I, drew, I spilt my drink. <laughs> You, it was fine. It was just. Are ice. you in the rocking chair? <laughs> what the, rocking? Don't you have chair? a rocking chair in your house? No. Oh, oh. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so there's the really creepy paintings. Then um, there's the fucking horse statue at the entrance of the airport that literally has. It's a blue horse with glowing red eyes that killed its creator because the head fell on it and crushed the guy to death. Yeah, that's definitely cursed. Yeah, this whole airport is just fucking crazy. Also, 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 that was not the word also Also, twice before, but it... Also, at baggage claim, there's these fucking horrifying gargoyles that just, like, perch (laughs) over baggage claim in a, like, suitcase. Nice. Yeah, so so that's um the Denver airport is the uh epicenter of the Illuminati. Um I have a question. Yes. So you knew that much about the Denver airport, but you went with the theory of Procter and Gamble just because of their logo? <laughs> I had heard about it while we were talking about this podcast, so I was like, ooh, this sounds fun, and then I did minimal research. <laughs> There's also a lawsuit, but like the lawsuit's really just like Christians being annoyed. 
Uh, they do that. Yeah. They do that. <laughs> and they rape children. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no comment. Just the bottle of wine. No comment. I'm pouring a bottle of wine into a plastic cup to drink it out of a straw. Classy. Mmm, <laughs> delicioso. <laughs> okay, right. that's compares. Com- Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Frankie, we were doing one at a time. You just went. You just. I said next. Oh, next. Wait, we gotta rate Frankie's. Are we rating the oh, Procter right. and Gamble thing, or are we rating the Illuminati thing? Rate the Denver airport. Okay. Take both your scores and average them out. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll do the math. I mean, we could just add them uh, together. No, yeah, and... no we just, just give your individual ratings. <laughs> no, Richard, okay. what are your individual ratings of Frankie's conspiracy cases? I'm giving this conspiracy theory a 6 out of 10. Oh. I, uh, Jake. Both yeah. of them? I'm I'm oh, no, oh the, individually okay the um Procter and Gamble one that gets a one out of ten okay um because <laughs> you have like no evidence <laughs> other than oh if you look at the beard and squint one of your eyes and turn it at a three hundred sixty degree angle and squint the other eye you might see six 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 and devil horns isn't that most Illuminati conspiracy theories though yeah exactly all right I'm giving that one a one out of ten I'll give your Denver one a four out of ten. And that's oh. my official rating. I'm gonna write these down because we're gonna forget these. <laughs> I'm I'm adding up my own score, so like I'm gonna keep track of my own numbers. Thank you. I'll just keep track of everyone's, <laughs> and then it'll keep it all more organized, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jake. What do you give? Uh, what do you give these to Frankie? <laughs> uh, I gotta give the uh, the Illuminati first one, a uh, gambling whatever it's called. Uh, Procter and Gamble. Procter and Gamble. Um, I will have to give that one a two out of ten. Oh um, yeah, I understand. <laughs> it sucks. I'm, I'm a sucker for logos, so I'll, I'll give an extra point because six six six. You know, understandable. Know. Um, understandable, understandable. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, because I've heard of the Denver Airport, Denver International Airport conspiracy theory, I will give that one a six out of ten. Okay. Because so, I also right, so, have found that very interesting. Oh, I think my my score is a five currently. I need my next one is popular, so hopefully it'll. It's gotta win. be a winner. All right. So do we, do we want to move on to mine? Yeah, let's go, Rich. Okay. Sure. All right. Um. So this one is called the suppression of free energy. Okay. Whoa. We this are, sounds we're going intense. Deep. Yeah. This 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 <laughs> one's pretty intense. I'm I'm just giving you guys a heads up. So um. So, free energy, people for, you know, scientists and engineers for a very long time have been trying to come up with systems that can create uh, low-cost, if not free, energy for people, right? And um, so some of the proposed uh, methods of getting this is a perpetual motion machine, which is a machine that... Uh, can by its own force continues continually moves without ever slowing down, and then you could just uh, use that to power engines. But um, that what if I put my finger in it? Um, then your finger will get crushed. But it doesn't exist because that would break the first and second law of uh, physics or something aviation. or some the first and second law of some something. I don't know. According to the first law of aviation, the 
B is not supposed to be able to fly, so fuck that logic. Anyways, the other, um, another method of using, uh, low... <clears throat> Free energy is called cold fusion. So cold fusion is suggested to be a way to create nuclear power without increasing the temperature all that much, which would mean that you would get more nuclear power for less energy, which would be like very, very cheap in compared to how current uh, nuclear power goes. Um, but it, again, that doesn't work in practice. So um, here, here are a few stories of some scientists that tried to make devices that caused for free energy. So so we're going all the way back to 1931, and this guy's name is T.H. Moray. So he published a book called the Moray... He published a book about his um, invention, which was called the Moray Valve. So what the valve claimed to do was generate 500 watts of power from the atmosphere by using no energy at all. So it would create energy without really having any cost. So he believed that this could supply free energy to the entire world if they were to get everyone to have one of these. And um, there's not a whole lot of information about this guy um, online, but most of it is regarding this. So um, he tried to patent his invention, but it never got through. The only invention he actually um, patented was a uh, commercial failure. So he claimed, Moray claimed throughout his entire life that there were several attempts to kill him. So he believes that there was a suppression campaign against him uh, by whether it be government forces or um, just energy companies that didn't want his invention to get out. Um, and his son backed up his claim that there were several attempts on his life. So kind of sketchy, but doesn't really seem like much. So then we go all the way up to 1995, and this one is, I, I find this one to be very, very interesting. So we have Stanley Meyer, who's a scientist, and announces his cheap water fuel cell. So basically what this does is, it's a fuel cell that you can connect to your car, and we just put water in it, and it removes the hydrogen and the oxygen away from each other, and then the oxygen just goes out into the atmosphere, and then the hydrogen would power your car. So it would be a no-emissions way to get incredibly cheap energy, So because the oxygen would just be going out into the atmosphere. Um, however, s since then, it's the device has been debunked because it breaks the first and second laws of thermodynamics. So anyways, but at the time, that wasn't debunked yet. So... Um, he, he claims that he was offered upwards of a billion dollars by Arab oil companies and the U.S. government to stop developing his fuel cell. So he also had several witnesses, allegedly, backing up his claim. But he never took the money. He kept working at the water fuel cell. Uh, and then if we fast forward three years, something kind of spooky happens. So Stanley Meyer died suddenly on March 20th of 1998. As and, they do. Yes, as they do. Mm -hmm. And he was out to dinner with his brother. And right before he died, his last words were, they poisoned me. To his brother. Oh my god. Yeah. So after that, he died. 
And after an investigation, the Grove City Police Department uh, determined that, and the coroner's office determined that he died from a cerebral aneurysm. So they, so they said that no foul play was involved. But uh, this guy's brother, to this day, says that he was killed. Oh my god. It sure oh sounds like god. it. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely sounds murdered. That 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 sounds incredibly sketch to me. Um and then a year later we have this third guy. His name is Eugene Malov who claims to have created a f- cold fusion energy device that that he claims was suppressed by the scientific community. So cold fusion is that really low cost nuclear fusion. Um, type of device. So he claims that he made a cold fusion device that works. Um, but five years later, in 2004, um, Eugene Malov was murdered, right? Uh, so he straight up was murdered. Like, that is a fact. It's not like the other guy who was like, oh, he probably was. Uh, he w- this guy was murdered. And um, he his family claims that he was killed by... Um, whether it be a gu- there was an assassination attempt on him, whether it be a, the government or some kind of um, oil business, but uh, officially, it says that he that it was a robbery that went wrong, and these people have been charged with murder. But so officially, it was a robbery gone wrong. Oh but he but um, people that knew him claimed that he was assassinated. Um, and the what I think is the spookiest part about this whole thing is that uh, all of their all three of these scientists, their devices and blueprints were either destroyed or completely went missing. So okay. if so you can't even look up the blueprints of it because they're just gone, wow. they're destroyed or missing. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. So what do you, what do you guys think? It sounds very logical. Okay. Sounds plausible. Oil company has a lot of money in oil, so they need that shit. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense why that would happen and a lot of that shit would happen because, I mean, the first ever electric car was destroyed. Like, it's a known fact that it was destroyed because the oil companies didn't want it to happen. Yeah, so that's why I think the oil company trying to kill them makes sense because it would completely destroy their industry and it's a multi-billion dollar industry yeah exactly jake what do you think i guess my only question to pose would be what if the oil companies decided to offer a significant amount of money to buy out the scientists invention and make the profits off of the completely renewable energy instead of having their industry destroyed why wouldn't that be the better option instead of creating conspiracy because theory? the industry of oil is a way more profitable in, in industry than a renewable resource such as water and other yeah exactly so if they were to sell this device then like let's say it was stanley meyer's device which was the water fuel cell then they would sell the device once and the p and then they would like let's say they were to sell it for however much money a thousand two thousand dollars whatever it may be um people would just buy it once and then they would never need to go back to that company to buy it again to buy anything again as to where if it's oil then you can't just you're constantly buying yeah, you it. can't just buy oil once and be good. You have to buy it like whenever your car needs to be refilled. So it it constantly keeps us giving them money this way. 
I expend over a hundred dollars in gas a month. Like, exactly. It's, no, you're right. You're I was just posing a theoretical more... question. I didn't actually believe in my own question. I was just asking <laughs> okay, fucking good. shits of it. <laughs> I I. <laughs> That's why I phrased the question that way. Um, yeah. No, but I mean that's entirely plausible. That sounds exactly like twenty thousand things I hear within the last two years or whatever. With uh... from Dylan, <laughs> I bet I bet Stanley Meyer knew something about the Clintons too. Oh god! Oh god! Let, let's not go into those. I almost that's picked a one whole... of those for my conspiracy theories. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, I, I might... almost went with Epstein's murder. Ooh. That would have been controversial. Ooh, that was that was that would almost have been fun. fun. Guys, no, guys, I haven't. I, you know, no one's been saying this. I just need to make a bold claim: pedophilia is bad. Oh, I was so worried. <laughs> you shouldn't be a wow. pedophile. That's a bad thing to do. That's you know what. <laughs> All our mics Good are job. peaking. Good I job. did it. I <laughs> saved the world. All our mics just peaked. Alright, guys, um, what would you rate my uh, conspiracy theory? I will give it a... 8 out of 10. Ooh, alright. I'm already being Frankie. <laughs> How dare you? I'm also... Hold up, I'm chewing on an egg. Oh, you're, you're eating? <laughs> While he's eating, I will elaborate that I believe that... That is definitely a plausible conspiracy theory, because... There are definitely very large corporations that are terrified of having their profits being completely destroyed from a very beneficial event invention to for the good of the community so that's a, the, it seems yeah. seems in line with everything else that happens in the world so the sad thing about this conspiracy theory is that it just completely banks off human beings being selfish terrible creatures it's true like, for you to believe this, you just have to be on board with, yeah, human beings suck, which they absolutely do. So that w that's what mm -hmm. yeah. gives this plausibility to me. Um, mm -hmm. Even though all of these people's inventions have been debunked by scientists of today. Okay. The idea of an oil company right. being scared and being like, we have to kill them, makes sense to me at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so Frankie, what would you give my conspiracy theory? I'm going to give it like a solid um, seven out of Ooh, 10. Ooh, all right, okay. So right now Frankie's at 10 and I am at 15. All right. Jake, you want right. to go? That's That's a good strong start for Richard. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's all downhill from here. I don't think Come on Jake, what you got? All right. So I don't think in terms of plausibility my uh, <laughs> my my conspiracy theory will be as Oh yeah, my last one has zero plausibility, but I love it too much. Um yeah, but I, I do love this conspiracy theory. I think it's very, very interesting. I've never heard of it until today. Let's hear it. So, um, <laughs> uh, the title of my conspiracy theory is Israel-Related Animal Conspiracies. Um, <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> so when I said it would get a little anti-Semitic, it's not me being anti-Semitic. It's just the relations between Israel and Iran and Iran supporting the Palestinians is what would be anti-Semitic here. But anyways, that's called damage uh, control. Damage control. Fuck, <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> Demahe control. It's okay, Richard. I have Dane uh, Scramblage. Continue. <laughs> um, so, for background information, the only background information you need to know is that Iran and Israel don't like each other. That's it. Wait, what? Uh, 
Yeah, I know. Crazy. Since um, when? 4K. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, In my 2019? Little known fact. Okay. Um, <laughs> but this all started with uh, shark attacks off the coast of a resort in Egypt. Okay. Um, so the resort was located in South Sinai. And uh, what happened was there was a series of shark attacks within a short period, I believe within a month, that they actually captured one of the sharks that committed one of the attacks. And they found a GPS tracking device on the shark that they claimed was a guiding device planted by Israeli agents. Uh, the governor of South Sinai didn't put the theory out of the question that this was sent by people who wanted to disrupt the resort's operations and insinuated that Israel was attempting to disrupt Egyptian tourism through remote-controlled sharks. And this is real. Uh. This is a quote that was said by the governor of South, uh, South Sinai. I will find the exact phrasing because it is just beautiful that anyone in a political administration would say this. Um, what is being said about the Mossad, which was the group they believed to commit this, throwing a deadly shark, quote-unquote, in the sea to hit tourism in Egypt is not out of the question. But it needs time Not. to confirm. Um, and the Israeli foreign ministry, in response, suggested that the governor of South Sinai had, <laughs> yes, had quote unquote seen Jaws one time too many. <laughs> once I've seen Jaws once, and this don't happen. <laughs> um, that guy, he had a childhood trauma involving watching Jaws. Yes, I, I believe so. That maybe that was uh, the reason why he was so inclined to believe that the uh, Israeli were sending remote-controlled sharks to attack people. But you know, I, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't. <laughs> can, Technology is wild. I don't know. I don't have an answer. You've to that got one. a point. <laughs> <laughs> Technology is truly wild. Okay. Yeah. So this doesn't stop at sharks. Ooh. So now we continue to a much smaller creature, rats. Ooh. So. Oh, there's more animals. My, uh, a Palestinian news agency, Wafa, accused Israel of using, and I quote, supernatural rats that can, and I quote, chase away Arab cats. Um, <laughs> this was used to encourage Arab residents to flee the city of Jerusalem by utilizing these rats to specifically target Arab population. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Ever, of course. I'm convinced. Yes. The, the news agency claimed... Done. 10 out of 10. <laughs> they claimed that the rats knew the difference between Jewish and Arab people. Oh, no. Anti-Semitic oh. rats. Yes. This is what you meant? The rats are fucking... Oh, dear God. Hitler rats. We wow. have Hitler rats. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they knew the I'm difference, ready. and this was all in an attempt to rid Jerusalem of the Arab Jerusalem Jerusalem Jerusalem. Yep, coincidence to get those to get that Arab population out of there by using the rats within the sewers, carrying the bubonic plague, um, and then eventually oh turning them into supernatural rats that would just scare cats at the first sight of danger. 
And uh, scared Arab cats. Arab cats, yes, supernatural. Not rats the Jewish cats. To chase away Arab cats. So, so got wait. It. This theory goes that they got the rats to only chase out Arab cats. Yeah, the Arab. Well, it was afraid of the yes, the Arab cats, the cats that were owned by the Arab population of Jerusalem, so that eventually they could cause the population, the Arab population of Jerusalem, to be scared enough to leave the city because their children were being bit by these rats. I'm convinced. Yep. <laughs> yeah, done. yeah, so yep, I, this is exactly what happened. There's no other explanation. I would like to read a quote by the Irish columnist <laughs> Please do. Ian O'Darity. We um, love a good quote. <laughs> terrifyingly, the rats even know the difference between Jew and Arab. And they leave the Jews alone while terrorizing the Arabs. Further proof, as if any were needed, that these Jews are just... As if any more! Hold on. That these Jews are just too sneaky for their own good. That, or the fact that Palestinian newspapers are perhaps a little biased in their coverage. Those that, Jews are just too sneaky for their own good. That is so anti-Semitic. It, it might that's, be. That's, oh my god! That's insane! Um, yeah. Could you imagine it's, if an American politician said that anything like half as offensive as that? I know. Oh my god. It's these are these are official news agencies reporting these things and saying these things and I could not believe what I was reading. That is insane. <laughs> um and finally there is that is not the end of the story. There is one more animal that Oh, oh, no. oh god. That uh that Israel has used Tell for me espionage. it's guinea pigs. Tell me it's guinea pigs. It's not guinea Tell pigs. Tell me Damn it. it's corgis. It is more aquatic than that. <laughs> oh, if it was corgis, that Whoa. would be amazing. We're, we're back to aquatic animals. Aquatic guinea pigs. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, no, we have... Aquatic guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. I'm imagining... There's like a swarm of guinea pigs in like a pool... Coming towards you. Everyone's but only like, targeting the Arab population. <laughs> like, fuck, the guinea pigs are coming! Get out! Get out of the water! And they just swim around all the Jews and white people and attack the Arab yes. dude. This is exactly. insane. Okay. Yeah. Okay, continue. Alright, so the last one is dolphins. Oh, no. Everyone loves dolphins. Yes. They're so nice. You know, everyone's like, wow, a dolphin. They rape people. What are you talking about? Well, that's, you know... We all Frankie, do you our, phrase our that business. A, oh my god! <laughs> no comment. We're not talking about rape culture. Uh, we're but talking dolphins. about dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the Iranian, there is a Iranian military party called the Is Adan Al Qassam Brigades of Hamas. We'll just call them the Iranian military party. Uh, yeah. claimed that they captured a dolphin wearing cameras and other equipment off the Gaza coast. One report claimed that it was fitted with, claimed. and I quote, killer arrows. Uh, Iran's Fars News Agency. Wait, hang on. This is like, out there. this is like, um, oh, what's the Mike Myers movie with the laser sharks? You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, Austin Powers. Uh, this is like Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, continue. Yes. Uh, it get, yeah, it gets closer to Austin Powers with every quote. Ooh, continue. Um, the Iran's Fars news agency called it instead of a, a real dolphin, an Israeli-made robot dolphin 
equipped with espionage equipment, including video recording cameras. Yes! 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 A real robot dolphin. Yes! Robo dolphin for the win! So they think they're, they're dolphins that record everything on camera, are robotic, and shoot dead, deathly arrows at people? Of course that's what they fucking do. Hold on, you forgot that it was made by the Israelis. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I, I, can't, I can't believe that they have robot death dolphins in this part of the world. I want a robot death dolphin. Like, I, yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, but, uh, and I have one quote to finish up. With, Ooh, uh, please tell this, us. This fun part. Um, Alright, so, this is the beginning of the quote. Israel did not just stop at the bloody attacks against the Gaza Strip. I would like to chime in as if this is comparable. Um, <laughs> the Arabic language Palestinian Daily Al-Quds reported, which I guess is a newspaper, Correct. I believe. Uh, now it has recruited a watery pet, the dolphin, known for its friendship with humans to use for operations to kill Qassam Brigade's naval commandos, which is basically the equivalent of the Navy SEALs for us. So, oh oh a, a real this news goes organization so is claiming that these dolphins were fitted with killer arrows to kill what we would consider Navy SEALs for us, but Iran's Navy SEALs. Yep, that's, that's what they were doing. The dolphins had air, bow and I'm arrow. I'm convinced. Yep. And this is... Yep, this, 10, 70 out of 10. This is comparable to the bloody attacks against the Gaza Strip. The killer dolphins. Oh, the killer dolphins. Of course they are. Yep. Why wouldn't they be? Oh. Yep. Wow. So Hadur. this was uh these were the highlights. There were multiple accounts of different types of birds carrying tracking devices and spy equipment. That's and, a, that's impossible. Birds aren't real. Yeah, based on uh yeah, migration birds patterns. Were killed in the nineteen eighties by Reagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and were replaced with spy well yeah, that's his fear. They were replaced with spies. Yeah. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Of course they do. Yeah. This is just the Middle East equivalent. Uh, Middle East equivalent of the birds working for the bourgeoisie. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, so that is my full presented theory of Israeli-controlled animal spies. Um, I, I much enjoyed researching into this theory because it's fucking ridiculous and amazing. And Jake, I, I can't believe it exists. I can't believe that exists either. That's insane. Like, I'd get, like... Like, like we complain about American politics. That's what they have to fucking deal with. It's crazy. Wait, hang on. Yeah. What if the the sharks and the um the robot dolphins form a group to make mm -hmm. an even deadlier brigade? That just want to kill everyone. Like, how would anyone stop that? That's just an asylum movie. <laughs> Uh, Richard, it's really easy to stop them. It's called going inland. What if they can... But that's where the rats are! Oh, fuck! <laughs> they got the rats in, too? Yeah. Then we're dead. Then we're yeah, fucked. Alright, I'll quickly read out the full list of animals. Uh, so we have shark attacks, we have griffin vultures, we have bee-eaters, we have vultures, <laughs> we have kestrels, which are also birds, uh, Benelli's eagle, Galma eagle, uh, Boars and pigs. So quickly, the boars and of pigs course. were claimed to... Um, the Palestinian Authority accused Israel of re releasing wild boars the to destroy 
all of the agricultural fields in the West Bank area, um, which is an area in Palestine, I guess. And so Jewish pigs. Of yes, so Jewish pigs, and then there was hyenas, and then there was rats, and then there was dolphins, and then finally there was reptiles. Hold up, you were not just glazing over hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it, they get the hyenas? It's the same deal as the boars and the pigs. Uh, in January 2016, Palestinians accused Israeli settlers of releasing wild hyenas in some area in <laughs> Palestine. And uh, the animals were eventually killed by locals. <laughs> but they accused oh my God. the Israeli of releasing wild That's hyenas. That's insane. We correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You have solid evidence. I, like, I have nothing to refute that. I yeah. I yeah. mean, I give it honestly. It's gonna be like it's a nine out of ten. I'm giving my score now. It's a nine. You're out giving of 10. it a nine. Yeah, because fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. I believe it. I was gonna be like, I was gonna give it a nine in like creativity, but now fuck it. Just killer animals that the fucking using to kill each other with. Frankie, I think it's absolutely okay. like stupid of you to give this theory a nine like that doesn't make any sense this is a full-on 10 i know it's i should a give it a 10, 10 for me <laughs> it's a 10 it's a 10 you, you know you're giving it a 10, 10. Right, perf- i'm changing my score. score two tens across the board two perfect scores tens tens Damn. tens across the board oh my the god israeli related animal conspiracy spy espionage tactical <laughs> theory gets a 10 out of 10 on both sides nice nice i'm i'm i'm, I'm impressed I I was very happy with that theory. How am I gonna sleep at I night with this? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> with this with this information I have now. <laughs> what if there's a rat? <laughs> Next time I see a rat, I'm gonna like be scared shitless because I know it's a Nazi now. Well, I mean, oh my God. if you're not a Jew, I think you'll be okay. Exactly, they know the difference. I don't. I don't have blue eyes though. Does that count? Yeah, they know, no, they just know you're not Jewish. No, sorry. If you if you're Jewish, you're okay. But if you're oh, an Arab, okay, then you're then you're in trouble. All right, because they know the difference. Oh, so we're we're good. Yeah, we're all good. All right. Um, do we have anything yeah. else to say about this, or should we go on to our next conspiracy? No, we're moving on to my. Second. All right, Frankie, you're up again. Wait, I want to take a bath. Right. Yeah, that... <laughs> Two seconds. How do we do that? Okay. I'll be right back. Do we just do we just sit here and let the, them record? I mean, yeah, yeah. Just 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 leave dead it recording air for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. I could I could edit yeah. this out in post. <laughs> All right, All right we're doing break. I'm gonna go pee in a sink. I'll also pee. I'll just edit this back um, to when we're done peeing. Right. Seamless edit, Frankie. You're up. Sure, it's, it's probably gonna be a fucking messy ass edit. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so I have this like really low conspiracy theory that no one probably knows about. It's called the Mandela Effect. Ooh, whoa! One. I've heard of this. Can you I mean, I've never heard me? of this either. Please elaborate. Oh shit! What, what was that? <laughs> me slamming on the table. <laughs> no. So the Mandela Effect is the fact that we live in a constant changing multiverse that sometimes collide with each other. I think. Did, did you research this? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I definitely did my reading not 20 minutes ago. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it's... um. So it's pretty much the belief that we live in a multiverse that sometimes um, timelines cross... 
and uh, minor things can change throughout the multiverse. Fascinating. Um, one of the most famous examples is, of course, the Berenstein Bears, because they're actually the Berenstein Bears. <laughs> Maybe that's another one of like the things the Jews used, you know, some Jewish bears. Yikes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, I love how when you go to the most famous example, you use the bears and not the one that the whole effect yeah, was named, named after. after. <laughs> nah, it should be the Berenstein Bears fairy. With the Mandela effect one, I don't believe. It's like um, that he died in uh, 2013. Oh my no. god. You, no, Why do I know your theory better prison. than you do? <laughs> Sorry, I'm because I'm drunk. Okay. Continue. <laughs> but no, uh, the theory started that people remember Nelson Mandela dying in um, jail in the 80s, but he didn't die till like, 2013. Mm-hmm. And then the more, I think now, the more famous example that people realize is the Berenstein Bears versus the Berenstain Bears. And it's like, so I remember the Berenstein Bears. Like I was like, yeah, of course it's the Berenstein. I'm not wrong, and yeah, I'm wrong. I worked in a kids' department. I was wrong. Yeah, I definitely remember Berenstein Bears. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one. How do you do uh, Looney Tunes? How do you spell it? Yeah. Um, L, I'm guessing L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S? I would agree with that. Okay. It's, it, I rem, the way I remember it and the way other people remember it too is L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-O-O-N-S. Uh-huh. But it is the way you guys spelled it. I remember the other one, though. Okay. And, I guess Jake and I are uh, just superior beings. I guess so. Yes, of course. You fuck ours. <laughs> Anyways, um, the other one is um, HBO show, multiple movies, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh-huh. What is the name of that show? If you either of you are Sex in the Shitty, Sex in the City, Sex in the Shitty. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. Sex I swear. Sex <laughs> in the Shitty, Sex in the Shitty. I'm still trying to Sex in the Shitty for the electric <laughs> movie. You know why I fucked that up? Because my I wrote out Looney Tunes when I spelled it, and my handwriting is so <laughs> fucking bad that my N looks like an R, and I was just quietly judging myself while I was trying to speak. Nice. Okay. Sure, honey. <laughs> Wait, but is that what it was? No. Sex in the City? No, it's... it's Well, yeah, that's what I remember and other people remember. Oh. It's Sex and the City. Wait, no way. No, it's not. It's Sex in the City. It's Sex and the City. No, wait. That can't be yeah. true. Yeah. Yes, it is. Up. It is Sex and the City. Sex? I... Hang on. Oh, yeah, no, he's totally right. Oh, my God. It it is Sex in the City. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Um, another one is oh, this one I didn't know until today. You didn't um, know about any the of fruit- these until today. <laughs> Shut up. The, no, this is one of the Mandela effects I didn't know. So, um, the Fruit of the Loom logo. Okay. Uh-huh. It has a cornucopia behind it, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, no. I don't remember. I haven't seen the Fruit of Loom it, logo enough. <laughs> if, oh, hold up. I'm going to send you... I, can't, I can just look oh. it up. I'm looking it up. The Fruit of the Loom logo okay. with Cornucopia. Images. Okay, that's the one I recognize. All right, I got the one I recognize. Right I'm there. getting broad advertisements for Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> yes. The, but like, a... I always remember the Cornucopia behind it, and there's no Cornucopia. <laughs> you, you know, I... 
Oh my god, I'm looking at the Mandela Effect uh, cornucopia, and that seems familiar, but the other one doesn't. Right? <clears throat> okay. Okay, okay, here's another right. one. Is it Cheese It's or Cheese It? Cheese It's. Cheese It's, yeah. No, it's Cheese What? It. No. There's no Z. To There's be fair, no I can't eat it. <laughs> probably doesn't so I don't cheese. know. It probably doesn't even use real cheese. Hang on. Cheese. Um, it's... It is Cheez-It. I've only heard Cheez-Its before from other people, but I've never seen it or bought it, so I can't really tell for myself. But I'm, I mean, I might just have shit memory, but I remember Cheez-Its. <laughs> okay. Okay, this one's for you too. Okay. Most famous line from the Star Wars series. Okay. Um, no, I am your father. You fucking idiot, you know it. But it's misquoted. <laughs> okay, that's people misquoting. That's not the that's not like universes colliding. That's just people having but shit like, memories. It's no, it, but that's the whole all of these. It's like it can be easily qualified down to people having shit memory, but so many people have shit memory. Okay. Um I feel like, hang on. Here, here's my here's my thesis on this. Uh -huh. um, I'm still going. Oh, you're still I going. Still right, keep, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> We're not we'll at that point end. yet. Okay. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What does the evil queen say to the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Magic mirror on the wall. Really? I never saw this movie. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not a good judge for it. Oh, here's a here's a great one. Um, most famous line from Silence of the Lambs. Um, uh, I saw it once. Oh, shit. Are the lambs still screaming? No, people quote it all the time. Uh, good evening, Clarice. Oh, it's hello, Clarice, but close enough. <laughs> okay, so... so Better than I would have done. Wait, is what people quote is hello, Clarice? Yeah, it's the first time she walks into his cell... Everyone remembers, even I remember, him going, hello, Clarice, never spoken in the film. Wow. Hmm. Okay. It, mm -hmm. it, that's, it's shit like that. And, like, um, um, Kit Kat logo. There's a hyphen in between Kit and Cat, right? It's two words. Uh, I don't remember a sure hyphen. I also uh, remember a hyphen. Um, Maybe? Well, I had a lot of Kit Kats as a kid, so I remember the hyphen, but there was never a hyphen. Maybe there was in it. the early 2000s? No, it, there was never a hyphen. Like, the company, it's one of those things where, like, the company came out and said, like, there was never Wait, a hyphen. Wait, really? This got yeah. so big that the company came out and said there was never a hyphen. A lot of these companies do that. Like, um, I can't remember what the Chick-fil-A one is, but, like, Chick-fil-A, the way it's spelled, like, I still spell it the wrong way. And it's Wait, hang on, hang on. Chick-fil-A, that's C-H-I-K-F-I-L-A, right? It's C-H-I-C-K. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right, I never remember the stupid C. I'm convinced. Um, I, What's the, one more before I cancel it? Um, oh, oh, Monopoly Man. What does he have on his face? A uh, monocle and a mustache. Nope, no monocle. Wait, no way. The mo the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle. What the? F N no. I refuse. I'm looking this up. <laughs> He's right. 
I'm looking this up right now. The best part is if you Google Monopoly Man costumes, everyone has a monocle. Oh my god, he doesn't! And do I have shit memory? Because that, cause that's my thing with this, the Mandela effect. It could just be that people have shit memory. If, but my, th my thing is with the Monopoly Man is if you Google, like, homemade costumes of people, most people have the monocle. Yeah. Like, that's not some... It's like, it's one of those things, like, that many people have bad memory. Hmm. I... Like, it... In my opinion, it's more than that. Like, it can't just be like, oh, yeah, you, like, people forgot. Like, and this many people forgot the Berenstain Bears Cause, and misconfused it with Steam. Yeah. A kid's program. A kid's program that, like, you don't realize because you just say, oh, yeah, the Berenstain Bears. Yeah, of course. It's not like a topic of conversation that can be spread so much that it's forgotten like that. Yeah. The Berenstein Bears, everyone's favorite Christian bears. Is that a Christian show? Oh my god, it's so religious. Okay, I don't remember it. I, I know I watched I a lot it of the as books. a kid, but I don't I read a lot it. of the books when I was um, working in a kid's department at a bookstore uh -huh. that I won't name. One especially I won't name, because fuck them. <laughs> Were they part of the Illuminati but, uh, too? I don't know. Probably. Not not the uh, the great America. You know what? I worked for Barnes & Noble and then another bookstore that I won't mention. That's Canadian oh and God. very popular in Canada. I wonder if there's a way to narrow this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically yes and no, but like all the chain bookstores in Canada are all under this umbrella company, but sh we won't talk about it. All right. So here's my, here's my thesis with the Mandela effect. I feel yeah. like... There has to be the possibility of a few people making a mistake and just no one correcting them on it, and then more people hear the mistake, and then they quote the mistake rather than the actual thing, and then that spirals out of control. Like, with the Star Wars one, that's what I feel like it has to be. Mm -hmm. It has to be... Because Luke, I am your father, versus no, I am your father, it's a very slight difference. It's one word difference. Yeah. And it makes complete sense for people to hear Luke, I am your father, and just assume that that is the actual quote because he's speaking directly to Luke. So that makes com would make complete sense, and I could see why no one would question it. Um, but the Berenstain Bears is very odd to me because I have no memory of hearing Berenstain Bears. It's just Berenstain Bears. In my yeah, memory. and that's my thing is I don't I don't remember like talking about the Berenstain Bears like until. The, I knew about the conspiracy theory. I was like, no, of course it was the Berenstain Bears. It wasn't the Berenstain Bears. Like, what? Yeah. What fucking bug bit me? I have a bug bite. I'm That's hot. Do you want me to scratch it for you? Ooh. Yeah, baby. Come over <laughs> um, 45 miles. Oh, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Richard, let's drive right now. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> it's funny because neither of us have cars. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> funny. <laughs> Um, Wait, what? Anyways. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, I'm confused. Okay, the, the mild spe spelling errors, like, I mean, I spelled Looney Tunes the right way, so I, I feel yeah. like that could just be, like, I, like I understand how you would get that mixed up, because Looney isn't actually spelled like that, they just added two O's, 
And I could see why you would just assume tunes would also be spelled like that. That doesn't seem like it's like some kind of cosmic force that's making us remember the spelling incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Is that a hot take? Are you sure about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you seemed very surprised, though, by sex I- and the same. Yeah, that, that fucked me up, but, like, then I... When I th- think about it more, um, I feel like it's just plausible that people hear sex people say it like quickly so sex in the city and yeah and like just in what for whatever reason the way we've pronounced sex and the city sets stands out more like if i even i'm saying sex and the city it's not you don't it's not hard to but it is common in whether i don't know if this is just new jersey and new york but um because this could east coast yeah this could be very fast yeah this could yeah like the way we talk here Sometimes we just don't pronounce the D in and. So, so sex and the city. That, sex and, and the city. So I could see how that could... And it it takes place in New York City, right? Yes. So, no. I have no idea the, <laughs> yes. with the show. It does. It yeah, does. so it, I think it's completely plausible for us to be just saying sex and the city in our own accent and dialect yeah. and making it sound like sex and the city. Yeah. Meh. Meh. What yeah. do you what do you not agree? I no, I mean I can agree, but like, an and stick out more than in. Okay, that's my whole thing. It's like in and and are two very different sounding words. But when we're fast talking, sex and the city, sex in the city, sex yeah. and the city, it's they stand out. Okay, both words stand out. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just people pronouncing it in their dialect. Just, just go to our ratings. I think to give you, the to give our our full opinion. Jake, do you have do you have yeah, further thoughts on this go, before we go into our ratings? Go to go to the comments and and discuss. The... <laughs> Jake, do you have any further comments on this one or not? Nah? Uh, I I think that uh, that's that's generally how I because I for my thing I think that like for cheese it. I've only heard Cheez-Its from other people, but I've never personally had an interaction with Cheez-It. So that would be what would influence my opinion I don't know of, her. or my <laughs> my answer of what I think would be right. So I think it's more along the lines of just people generally saying it in a certain way and then everyone just kind of adapting to that. But I guess we can – we probably just – yeah, well, we can just go on our opinions off that, yeah. Okay, I have, one, I have one more comment regarding the Cheez-Its. Um, okay, so um, I I think my explanation I can come up with for the Cheez-Its is it's called Cheez-It. Yeah, people are referring to multiple Cheez-Its when they're just Cheez-It. And they're saying, hey, you want some Cheez-Its? It's like the way we say M&M versus M&Ms. Yeah, I can get that one. Alright, that's that, those are all my comments. But like, I always feel like I remember seeing the Z. I also do, but that could just be my shit memory. Mm-hmm. All right. Another one is Jiffy peanut butter, and it's just Jiff peanut butter. Really? Yeah, it's just Jiff. It's not Jiffy. I thought it was pronounced GIF. Oh God! We're, nope, <laughs> nope. This is another kind. Of, we and can do that, a whole podcast on Jiffy <laughs> gift. All right, let's get into our ratings, Jake. What what would you give uh, the Mandela effect? Um. Five out of ten. All right. 
I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Bold. All right. Uh, my turn. Um, You're going to upset a lot of people. <laughs> I did upset a lot of people. That's one people are very <laughs> passionate about. Exactly. All right. So um, I love music. You guys love music. Um, let's talk about... Ricardo loves music. Um, oh, we have to bleep that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Richard, you have to get a sense. All right, I'll 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 bleep that. Uh, all right, seamless so transition. I lo- seamless transition. Serious. I love very <laughs> serious, very seamless transition about a very serious musician who loves his crap. So okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> all right, so uh, I love music. You guys love music, but what decade were we born in? The nineties. What was the biggest rock band of the nineties? Avril Lavigne. Yes. Uh, Toto. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nirvana. Kiss. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, are we doing the 27 Club? Uh, no. Um, so what I'm going to be discussing are a few conspiracy theories regarding Kurt Cobain's death and which one oh, I'm oh. set on. Because I initially went into this. It's the one where Courtney Love murdered There's him. a few. So I'm going to get into a few of them. Um, so I initially went into this being like, okay, these are obviously ridiculous, but I think I'm kind of convinced on one of them. Whoa. So here we go. So, so as we all know, uh, Kurt Cobain killed himself, but there were... Um, Very dead. Yeah. So... <laughs> Did you not know? So, so he shot himself in the head with a shotgun. And... Um, there, Famously. there have always been sketchy details regarding this um, death, as many right. other famous people have um, oh, no, conspiracy theories regarding their death. So there are actually a few sketchy details regarding his death that kind of add credence to these conspiracy theories. So, um, Kurt. So I, I just have three details to share. So one, Kurt was confirmed to be high on heroin when he killed himself. Uh, sketchy detail number two, four rolls of photographs were taken by the police of the crime scene, but only two of those photos are available to the public and neither of which show Kurt Cobain's head. Um, and detail number three, the handwriting on his suicide note changes midway through his suicide note. So, um, if you look at his suicide note, if you want to Google it real fast, uh, it it is very manic, and his handwriting completely changes mid writing. Um, so those are all facts about his suicide. So now we're gonna get into um, some of the conspiracy theories. So uh, the first conspiracy theory goes that Kurt was murdered, which a lot of people believe. Um, so we got to go into Tom Grant. So Tom Grant uh, was hired by Courtney Love as a private investigator to follow Kurt Cobain after he left rehab. And Tom Grant famously believes that Kurt Cobain was murdered. Um, So that's a kind of key person in this whole story, and he believes Kurt is murdered. Oh, quick question. God. Wait, sorry. Quick what? question for the uneducated. I just found a t-shirt, a t-shirt with Kurt Cobain's fucking note on it. Are you fucking kidding? People are disgusting. Oh, it's taken down. Oh, oh, good. That's good. Um, quick question for the uneducated. Who's Courtney Love? <laughs> Courtney Love. Uh, his ex-wife and baby. Yeah, mama. Courtney Love is Kirk was Kurt Cobain's uh, wife when he was alive. 
That's it. She didn't do anything else. Um, she's also kind of insane, um, okay. which adds credence to some of these theories. So, um, I can't read his the handwriting. Anyways, it's not important that you read the note, just that you see the handwriting changes. I mean, I see the handwriting change. I would like to read the note. Okay. Anyways, uh, Richard Lee, he's this guy that hosted a television series titled Kurt Was Murdered, in which he went over several discrepancies in the police report, and he suggested that Kurt had way too much heroin inside his body to be physically capable of pulling the trigger. And he goes on to explain a lot of details um, that are, like, details that contradict each other in the police reports or whether it be certain odd circumstances regarding it that would make it impossible for Kurt to kill himself. But um, the one that was most interesting to me was that he had too much heroin to actually pull the trigger. Um, so the theories that Kurt was murdered, this suggests that Courtney Love murdered him, whether it be for um, insurance checks or the fact that she didn't want to go through a divorce process with someone that she had a baby with, or just any reason she had, because she was also, um, to my knowledge, a drug addict. Um, yes, yeah, sure. Okay, I, I didn't want to get that detail wrong, because that's kind of important. And famously... I mean, look at her. Kurt Cobain's grandfather has publicly stated that he believes that Kurt Cobain was murdered. Oh, yes. wow. So we have a private investigator and Kurt's grandfather publicly stating that they believe that he was murdered, and then also the handwriting changing mid-note, um, also this television series about it. So um, that's the so those are some of the I broadly went over a few of the Kurt was murdered details. And now there's mm -hmm. also a conspiracy theory that Kurt Cobain never actually died and that he's still alive. Yeah, he's in Cuba. Oh, no, I don't think this is you who I made this It was with. me. Yeah, but he's, he's in, in Cuba, Cuba with Jay-Z Biggie and Smalls, Hitler, <laughs> Tupac, Bin Laden. All those people are hanging out Jay -Z. in Cuba. Yeah, with Jay-Z. So all those yep. people are still alive. That's... No, this theory. Oh my god, I forgot that was you. <laughs> what were we talking about that night? Jesus Christ! That was sophomore year, I think. I f yeah, it had to have been, right? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's there's this theory that Kurt Cobain is alive, right? So um, firstly, uh, something that sparked this was on Nirvana's Facebook page. Someone posted a video of a man who looked identical to Kurt Cobain performing "Come As You Are" exactly how Kurt used to. When I watched the video, this guy has the same voice, the same mannerisms as Kurt. So many people saw this and believed that Kurt was still alive. However, it was pointed out that this guy was right-handed when Kurt Cobain was famously left-handed. Also, this guy looked like he was 30 years old, and Kurt Cobain would have been in his 50s at the time of this video being taken. So people quickly pointed out that this is obviously just someone impersonating Kurt Cobain. So it's like a fan tribute. But if you watch the video, his voice is shockingly similar, but it, it's obviously not him. Um... And then the co conspiracy theories about Kurt being alive really haven't ended. So um, there's this theory that Kurt Cobain lives in South France. And the reason for this is that there is a resident in South France who looks very similar to Kurt Cobain. And he's been photographed several times. And this leads to the theory that Kurt lives there. But 
This mm-hmm. isn't really solid either because it's just some dude that kind of looks like Kurt Cobain. Like I saw the photographs, it's just a generic white dude with long blonde hair. So, you know, uh, I mean, when it comes to the Kurt being alive theory, you can chalk it up to the Illuminati or the First World or- Order or something. But um, in all these digging, I think I finally found a rock solid theory that proves that Kurt is alive and well. And I'm just saying I hope you guys are ready for this because I'm about to blow this case right out of the water. So mm-hmm. I ah. can wholeheartedly prove for a fact from my research that Kurt Cobain is alive and well and he's living a second life as R- Rivers Cuomo, frontman of popular rock <laughs> band Weezer. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> Right. Oh no! So please stop. Let's just stop this now. Zero out of ten. So, so here, so here's this. the evidence. Firstly, oh, Rivers God. Cuomo and Kurt Cobain have strikingly similar appearances. They wear the same style of glasses. They both are white with the same jawline, and they have the same natural hair color. Um, the year 1992 was famous in Nirvana's career as being a very turbulent one because uh with drug addiction and the band members arguing nirvana was kind of falling apart in 1992 and this was the year that weezer was formed so there's that uh next up nirvana and weezer tour dates never crossed over or conflicted with each other in this time um Weezer's debut album was produced by Rick Osick. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Uh, he was the lead singer of The Cars, who was a known friend of Kurt Cobain. Fourthly, no, fifthly? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, uh-huh. Rivers Cuomo keeps a book of all of Cobain's songs and deconstructs them with a documented obsession with Nirvana. So Rivers Cuomo is kind of obsessed with Nirvana anyway. So Weezer plays entire gigs with of covering more Nirvana, uh, the, more of their obscure songs. So they go under the name Goat Punishment. And this also, uh, to the people that believe this theory, uh, the, they say that there is no photographic evidence confirming that Cobain is dead, or more importantly, that he died in the way the police reports claim. So this goes back to that original detail at the beginning with the photograph. So they have four rolls of photographs taken, but only two are available to the public. And this would also add into him changing his handwriting mid-note because him losing the identity of Kurt Cobain and taking on the uh, moniker of Rivers Cuomo. You did not. I also Googled, um, no, wait, what? I also Googled River Cuomo is trying to put Kurt Cobain in the first thing that came up on Google is, is a communist. (laughs) Is he a communist? I don't want to click it. (laughs) Okay, um, so, so... I'm convinced. What do you guys, <laughs> What do you guys think? Um hmm. I believe the first part of your theory that Kurt is alive? <laughs> no, the part where he, that his murder was a murder and not a suicide. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's that's where I, I was like, all right. I, I can I can get with this. Okay. And then uh and then it just progressively devolved and <laughs> yeah then you really <laughs> derailed <laughs> so none of you are on board lo- and your only evidence is they're both white guys <laughs> with kind of similar jaws hey that's not my only evidence <laughs> is it 
I, I explained there are others, other pieces of evidence. But we're, we're, we're going, we should be going mainly off looks. Yeah, and they look strikingly similar. No, they don't. Look, you look up the comparison photos. Um, <laughs> Kurt Cobain and Rivers Cuomo. They're... You look nothing alike. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna... Maybe, like, slightly, but, like, still... I'm gonna put this in the chat, boys. There's a whole different nose. Yeah, let me know. Send me the evidence. Hang on. How do how the fuck do I put it into the into the uh, Discord? I'm dra. I don't just, care. I'm on Google. This is dragging stupid. and dropping. Oh, I can't do it. Whatever. I don't care. I'm going on Grinder. <laughs> Mid podcast, you're going on Grinder. I've been on Grinder for a couple of your guys' theories. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so what do you guys think about this, uh, conspiracy theory? Like I said, part one, I'll give, like, a good, I'll give it a good five. Okay. What about, uh, the Rivers Cuomo part? <laughs> that didn't happen. So, so, um, four? I'm blanking it out. So you're giving it a four? <laughs> if I'm gonna, if you're gonna make me judge both together, it's a four, yes. What'd you say? If you're gonna make me judge both together, it's a four. Alright, nice. <laughs> Jake, what are your thoughts? Jake? <laughs> um, it's a tough one. <laughs> is it? It is, because you, you had me going for a while there. But. but <laughs> it's in my nature to disappoint. Yeah. I'm... I, I don't want, I can't like rate individual parts of the theory. I can only rate the theory as a whole. So, so I'm going to have to go with a, uh, I'll do a generous five out of 10. Ooh, that's more than I expected. I thought I was going to get ones from each of you, but no, not a, not a one. Okay. You no, had me going you, for a while If your there. theory was just the, the second half, <laughs> it would have been like a zero. <laughs> But, like, I do believe that Courtney Love had some sort of doing in his death. How so? In some way. How do you think she did it? Wow. Um. I. Uh, am I going to really go on? I, yeah, go on. Is she drugged him. She drugged him up, posed him, and shot him. That is a, th- that is a common theory with this. Yeah, exactly. Because, um. The detail of him having too much heroin in his body to pull the trigger is very concerning. I mean, there is the possibility of him injecting it real quick and then shooting himself in the head and, uh, like, really fast before it, like, kicks in, I guess? Yeah, the idea that he wouldn't feel it. Yeah, but, I mean, he was a heroin addict, so I don't necessarily know if that's true. Yeah, you also gotta you also gotta incorporate uh, tolerance. And shit. Yeah, because also then, you if if that was what he did, then you'd have to be like, okay, why inject the heroin anyway? He's a heroin addict. He clearly likes heroin. So we stand. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end that sentence. <laughs> um, yeah. Why mm. he's here? So. Kurt Cobain is Rivers Cuomo. Okay, uh, we're on the, <laughs> Kurt Cobain is Rivers Cuomo. While we're on the topic of Weezer, that's the takeaway. Why? Oh I God. think Weezer is oh, fucking don't... garbage. They they suck Thank at you. making music. I hate exactly. all of their music, 
Except even their covers. I hate. I okay. They have four good songs, and that's it. Everything else is shit. Their cover of Africa was Me. shit. Their cover of Paranoid was okay. shit. Their cover of I don't even remember what the other ones were. I heard the whole album because Jake made me listen to it, and it's shit. I, I didn't make you listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you I played didn't make it. You, to anything. you played it while Sometimes. we were hanging out. You played the and whole you thing. You said you liked the cover of Paranoid. Um, you were like, wow, I can't even tell this is Weezer. Wait, really? I said that? Yes, you absolutely said that. The first time you heard it. No, I would, you probably drugged me, and that's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then shot you in the head. <laughs> but fortunately, your theory, leads, yes. your theory leads right into my theory. Too dark. Oh, really? It really Do does. It's uh, it's extremely close. It's just kind of the opposite of what you... Do said. tell. Do tell. Do tell. Oh, fine. Yes. How we stand. That will stand. All right. <clears throat> So this is the uh, this is the concluding theory, right? This is the last. Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, this is the last wow. one. All right. All right. So my theory is called Paul is dead. I don't know if anyone's heard of this. You know, I what? I initially thought you meant Paul from Big Brother. No. <laughs> <laughs> Believable. Thankfully not. Oh, are we talking Paul McCartney? Yes, we are talking Paul McCartney. Ooh, I love this theory. Yeah. All right, let's um, get into it. So, so Richard, you have to talk heard about this? some reverse songs. Well, let, let him explain it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so Sorry, we've I got our all right, we've got our basis. Um, so the basic background of this is that around September in 1969, a rumor of Paul McCartney's death began spreading across college campuses in the United States, and this was based on perceived clues that were found throughout different Beatles songs and album covers. Um, because, you know, college kids have nothing better to do with their time than just deep dive into every single Beatles and song. Podcasts. Yeah, and record podcasts. And <laughs> when they should be doing album homework. Covers. Yeah, and, and not do their homework. So this was, uh, this was what they spent all their time looking into. So this started before 1969. In early 1967, a rumor was circulating in London that Paul McCartney had been killed in a traffic accident while driving along an M1 motorway on January 7th. And the rumor was acknowledged and rebuttaled in the February edition of the Beatles book, which was a fan magazine for the Beatles. Um, according to a lecture titled Who Buried Paul, presented by some schmuck, uh, it is not known Is that whether... his legal name? No, but it should be. Uh, It is not known whether the rumor of 1969 is related to this earlier episode, but this was an isolated event outside of America. This was in the UK. Um, And uh, in late September 1969, the same time this started in America, the Beatles released the album Abbey Road as they were in the process of disbanding. So basically uh, McCartney at this time retreated from his uh, the life of being a Beatle to his farm in Scotland with his wife and their daughters because uh, he wanted to be away from everything. So he's in isolation and he's away from everything and he has no idea kind of what's going on. And in September 1969, Tim Harper, an editor for the Drake Times Delphic, a student newspaper at some university in Iowa, published an article titled, Is Beatle Paul McCartney Dead? And uh, the article basis was that there was a rumor being circulated on campus that cited clues from a recent Beatles album, which was... Sgt. Pepper? Uh, this one was from the White Album from Revolution oh. 9. The track Revolution 9 
that when that's you like it, the nine minute like ridiculousness, right? Yes, it it's is the bop. nine minute ridiculousness. Okay, so I love Revolution Nine. I actually listen to it a lot. When you play it backwards, number nine. Ah, number yes, nine. we're already into it. Um, when you play it backwards, you can hear the message being interpreted as "Turn me on, dead man." And that is the repeating track within the entire album. Is Necrophilia? Dead Man. Yeah. Basically, yeah, that's how I read it. Okay. Um, and this was the first... John Lennon article. was a necrophiliac, confirmed. I'd believe it. I could, I could, I could see it. That's... Well, yikes. Um, that, yeah, that was the, uh, the first published article on the Paul's Dead Theory. Um, so that's kind of where it began. Um... But the premise of the theory, to give a broader background, is that uh, in 1966, three years before this article was written, people believed that Paul McCartney had an argument with his bandmates during a Beatles recording session and drove off angrily in his car, crashed, and was decapitated. Uh, so to, to spare the public from grief... Well Continue, Frankie. Well, I mean, uh, you're probably going to cover it, but there's like there is actually a very good connection to why people believe that in Abbey Road and Sgt. Pepper that I know you're going to get to. There's yeah, there's there's stuff, and there's also reasons why these theories would exist around the time. But we have we have a lot more to get through. So yeah, so, so to set it I up, I love this theory yeah, so much. To set it up, um, so to spare the public from any grief to that, oh my God, Paul McCartney died, or some people claim simply as a joke, the surviving Beatles, the three of the four, replaced him with the winner of a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. Uh, this scenario was facilitated by the Beatles' recent retirement from live performance and by their choosing to present themselves with a new image for their next album, Sgt. Pemper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. So, people believed that the stand-in for Paul McCartney was an orphan from Edinburgh named William Campbell, um, whom the Beatles trained to impersonate Paul McCartney. Uh, this is... I, I just... Like, reading through my own notes of this theory, I just keep going back to, this is the fucking craziest thing, but it's the best. It's just, it's so beautiful. Because so many people did it's so great. much work. It's great. So the Beatles went out and found an orphan, and were like, we're going to teach you. No, he, he won a contest. What are you, being ridiculous? He won a, <laughs> he, he won a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. So, of course, they would pick the orphan named William Campbell. Okay. Okay. Wait, why does why is the fact that he's an orphan relevant? I, because no family, no connections. Ooh. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Um, I, thought, I, I just thought that the writer was like, what's this guy's most noticeable trait? Oh, he's an orphan. Got it. Oh, yeah. He's an orphan. <laughs> uh, it's like a... Never mind. It's a story I'll, I'll explain, tell later. I, okay. Uh, so, because of this, people believe that the surviving Beatles... Um, were said to be so racked by their guilt and their duplicity that they left messages in their music and album artwork to communicate the truth to their fans. Um, so there's been a lot of clues around McCartney's death in these albums and songs, um, but one of the one of the main ones is that the words "I buried Paul" are spoken by John Lennon in the final section of the song "Strawberry Fields Forever." Which was recorded in what? November and December 1966, which Wait, is the really? same year that people believe he died. I'm, I'm pulling this up. Um, 
the that is one of the most frequently cited examples is that I Buried Paul is spoken in the final section of that song by John Lennon. Uh, Lennon says the words were actually cranberry sauce. Cause How did people confuse I Buried Paul with cranberry sauce? So the Beatles... I mean... <laughs> I, obviously, like the Beatle, all of the Beatles completely discredit every single theory that every single person throws out about this. Like, every single thing they're going to say is wrong, so I'll preface it with that. But if you want to make your own determination by listening to it, that uh, it's cranberry Wait, sauce. Strawberry Fields not on Sgt. Pepper? I believe it's on Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club Band. Sgt. Pepper, good morning. Lovely Rita. When I'm 64, uh, without Ula. Oh, this is some weird deluxe edition. No, I want the. I have the record. I can listen to it at some point, but like. Yeah, so that was the basic idea is that people think that I buried Paul. So we have I buried Paul in this, and then we have. Um, Turn the Me on, on Dead it. Man in Revolution 9 soundtrack thing. Um, and then people cite the Abbey Road album cover which wait are you not going to talk about the sergeant pepper out album cover uh or album artwork on the vinyl i don't believe that was in what i found Ooh, briefly today. i have i have it because i even own the i have like an original sergeant pepper's vinyl if you would like to contribute feel free yeah i will totally um because jake sergeant didn't do pepper his fucking research i tried <laughs> on the um inside cover there is a picture, or it's the back of the cover or something. Um, there's the picture of the four of them, and Paul's head is just black. Ooh. It's, like, shadowed out. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Little extra. I, I pulled, I had this off. Yeah. Is it, the, is it the last, like, can, can, Dude, oh, no, no, I don't no, want to get, do I don't want us to get a ding. We can't do that. Yeah, yeah don't do that. <laughs> uh, I will paste this for reference. Um. I'm sure Richard can add it in later. Yeah. Editor. Um, so in the album cover for Abbey Road, uh, it is supposed to depict a funeral procession, according to Theorist. Um, so Lennon, who is dressed in white, who is at the forefront of the four walking down Abbey Road, um, is supposed to symbolize the heavenly figure. And Ringo Starr, dressed in black, symbolizes the Undertaker right behind him. George Harrison, who is in denim, is supposed to represent the Gravedigger. And McCartney, right in the back, is barefoot and out of step with the others. That's totally I buried. Ooh, that's creepy. Wait, wait what's he, creepy? I just listened to it, and I, I didn't hear Paul, but I distinctly heard I buried. Okay. Yeah. That. Ooh, I got chills. Whoever came up with this theory has too much fucking time on their hands. It's it's a lot because of people behind right. this theory. So, so yeah, so we've got the heavenly figure in the front. We have the Undertaker behind him. We have the Gravedigger. And then we have outside of all of this, who's like out of step with everyone else. And Barefoot, which everyone else is wearing shoes, is McCartney. And he symbolizes the corpse, obviously. And people found that the number plate of the white Volkswagen Beetle in the photo in the way back um, not, has the characters 28IF, 
which represents Paul McCartney's age, quote-unquote, if he had been alive. So 28 if he was still alive. Um, And one final fact about this Abbey Road album cover is that the left-handed Paul McCartney holds a cigarette in his right hand, which was said to support the idea that he is an imposter in the album cover. I'm a righty, and I've held shit in my left hand. That's, that's, all right. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I smoke with my left hand, and I'm a righty. So right. that's their, their final nail in the coffin for their evidence about the Abbey Road album cover. Um, okay. So the rebuttal was basically, as the, the Beatles obviously said, it's a, a quote-unquote load of rubbish, and um, Paul's very much still with us, and there was a whole thing about reporters visiting Paul when he was at his farm in Scotland, and he punched someone, and then he agreed to do some special cover and interview to have the footage of him punching someone not released, and uh, just basically so he could save his own image. And then in the aftermath of all of this, the sales increased for all of the Beatles catalog albums um, because of this rumor that... I'm, I'm sending the photo in the group chat because I found it online. Okay, because of the rumor that Paul McCartney died. And... Um, this theory is studied a lot by uh, sociologist, psychological, psycholo- psychologist. There we go, and uh, communications uh, professionals, because they believe this is a very historical phenomenon in pop culture, due to the fact that this came out around the time of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in 1963. So this was only a few years later, and then. What if that's all what this is referencing? This was also around the time of the War of the Worlds broadcast, where everyone thought that Martian invaders were in the vicinity of, like, New Jersey, and that we were all going to die, and just, it was... Oh, War of the Worlds. Yeah, War of the Worlds broadcast, yeah. Um, So this was just a, a very, very skeptical, critical time where everyone had, I guess, a lot of time on their hands to study shit like this so i found the theory very interesting and i don't care about the voting number but i personally do not believe it at all i think it's fucking interesting but i think it's really stupid way to tank your own votes yeah i don't i I I didn't know this was the voting process before i created the theory that i was gonna go with so (laughs) i went with i didn't know we were going with river all right i i i have a question i have a few questions Sure, I can try and answer. I don't believe this theory, but I can try and answer. So on the Abbey Road cover, I'm looking at it. When you say Paul is out of step with everyone else, what do you mean? I mean that I am reading what the notes that I created based off of other accounts of what people theorized. I'm assuming they just mean that he's not like at the same length that everyone else is at in the like uh, he's not as close to everyone else if i had to guess i don't believe this i don't think that he's out of step it looks very normal to me yeah it just looks like they're walking yeah because initially I, I saw like the two guys in the middle with their um their right leg was like in front of them but so i was like oh paul's left leg is in front of him so maybe that's it but the dude in the front his left leg's in front of him so like yeah no that's, I don't know yeah, what that. John Lennon's left leg is front of him too. I don't know what that could be referencing. No, it's not. John Lennon's 
no, that's, that's not his left no, leg. No, his left leg is totally in front of him. I'm looking at it right now. No, he. I get why they say because his, his leg is, or whatever leg, because I, I don't know if it's left or right, is front-facing. Yeah, it's his left leg. But everyone else's uh, back leg is front-facing. What is the back leg? The leg facing the other side of the street. Okay, so just just say left and right. I don't know what you're talking about. I, because that's that's easier to explain that the legs facing the back of the street are forward, but his leg facing the front of the street is forward. That's what they mean. I have <laughs> just say left or right. No, Richard, you're I mean, too stupid to get it. Yeah, I'm sorry. dyslexic. <laughs> I can't I, do left and right. Maybe I don't watch Rick and Morty enough to understand what Frankie's plane of existence exactly. is. Exactly. Also, I'm dyslexic, and left and right give me headaches. All right. Um, I I think Plastic this theory down. is absolutely fucking bananas. I I like. Did you see the photo I sent you guys? What? It's it's in the the text chat. We said we would use the Discord chat. I don't know. Hold up. Let me see if I can figure it out. I see it. What but you... it's not going to make very well for podcast audio. Okay, so in this photo of the, the um, White Album, we can see that Paul McCartney's facing away and all the other b- members are facing towards us. Um, yes, exactly. And it's Sgt. Pepper, not the White Album. I, I got it wrong on purpose to see how quickly you would interrupt me and... Correct me. Fuck you. And it took you longer than I expected, so I'm disappointed. Hit him with it. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna. This is gonna get a no from me, dog. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're being sorry about. I didn't understand the expectations going into this podcast. Yeah, what same. the criteria was. I thought it was just the most interesting theories, not what is the most plausible. Well, you know, I I did that. Knowing that my Rivers Cuomo theory was absolutely like not true, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get like a zero for this, but that's why I went with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just went with fun. I mean, it's not like it's a competition; like we're not winning anything. Well, I, I mean, I, we're winning we a kiss. Really winning yeah, a I mean, kiss. yeah, you'll win a kiss from me. Um, yeah, uh, aren't you? You win. Uh, wait, Frankie. Do you want to rate this? Do you want to rate this one? Um. On creativity, it's definitely a ten, but it, on our our scale that we've been doing, it's like it's a two. It's a two for you. All right. Um, yeah, it's like there's a couple things that um, eh, it's kind of a little sketch, but like also, it's fucking insane. Um, I I feel like for me, it's like I don't. <sighs> I don't know. This this is this is insane. Um, Did you know there's the same exact theory about Avril Lavigne? Um, no. <laughs> right. There's the same exact theory that she died, and like the record company was like, but she's making too much money, so they used a, uh, the same exact concept that a um, a lookalike contest winner replaced her. And then she got married to the guy from Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. And then it comes full circle. And then Animal happened. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk that about that. That song played in the gym the other day, and I was so Did you throw up? uncozy. Almost. <laughs> I, I'm going to give this conspiracy theory a 1 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it's it was at the time, it was a widely believed conspiracy theory, but, I mean, it died off in, it's, like, the 90s, yeah. I think. It, was, it, it took like that it, long? 
It's not like anyone actually believes it now at all. I mean, I will say it did definitely have a resurgence when YouTube started getting big. Because you remember there was a good amount of time on YouTube where it was a lot of, like, text, like, PowerPoint with creepy music. Like, oh, I remember videos. those. Those were good days. I, I used to watch those, like, crazy, and that was one of the ones I used to watch all the time. Yeah. I think I have one, like, saved, because it was, like, one of the first videos I favored. Right, like, boy. we know it's ridiculous, but yeah. a bunch of high college students who only listen to the in Beatles... The 60s. In the 60s, who have experienced multiple, like, tumultuous events. events, definitely would believe something like this, because they're prone to believing something like this. So I oh. can understand why this theory existed and why it seems so Next real. Next time a baby time. boomer tries to argue with me, I'm going to go, you believed Paul McCartney was dead. You know, th this was actually, like, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, the climate for, like, college students, they hated the, the government at the time because they were hippies, and this was during the time of the Vietnam War, right? So It, it was during the 60s. I don't know if I... Not Vietnam. Oh really? It wasn't. Oh, I'm, for that. I'm wrong. I don't know things about history. <laughs> I, I I just want to be involved. <laughs> I just want to feel included. Yeah. Vietnam's Vietnam's the 70s. Oh really? Oh, I was I was. Um... All right. So uh, I'm gonna go yeah. over. I'm gonna go over our the scores. So Frankie's uh, placed in third with 19 points. Okay. Uh. Out of what? Um. The possible score is 40. That's the oh. highest possible score. Oh, fuck. Um, so Frankie got a 19 out of 40. Um, Woo! Uh, coming up in second place is Jake with 23 out of 40. Um, which means in first place was me with 24 out of 40. So I beat Jake by one. Wow. So go kiss yourself. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to kiss myself. I mean... <laughs> Get to a mirror and make out with um, it. You, were, you, weren't, you weren't 12 at one point? I never did that Whoa. as a 12-year-old. Oh, you, did, you didn't make out with the mirror and or your hand? No. No. Well, I did uh, that with a pillow well, like that, a normal person. That's like a normal person. No. Yeah. I did other things with that. Uh, do you want to tell us about it? No. <laughs> You get the memo. Elaborate, please. Elaborate on the you pillow, please. Say, you, you just want me to say that I fucked my pillow. That I was yes. what's-his-face from exactly Big Mouth. That's exactly what I want you to say. <laughs> That's all I needed. What was the character in Big Mouth? The guy who fucked the pillow and got it. John yeah, Mulaney. Yeah. No, not John Mulaney. No, that's yeah, not Nick John Offerman. Mulaney's character. Uh, the magician kid, no. whatever his name is. Yeah, that yeah. dude. <laughs> I guess we're... Are we getting into our secrets now? So Frankie fucked his pillow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't say I tried fucking a pillow once. It didn't go very well. Can you elaborate? I, I just, I was like, everyone on the internet's like, this seems like a good idea. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll just try it. <laughs> was not for me. <laughs> How that old was it? I just, I, maybe I just didn't do it right. I don't know. How old were you? Maybe like 13. Yeah, that was about I was the waiting same time. for you to be like, oh, I think I was like 19. 19, yeah. <laughs> it was like two months ago. I think that was on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can confidently say I never fucked a pillow. Oh, you're special. I mean, that doesn't make me a better person. <laughs> you're so special. I, I was yeah, just you, sad you... in other ways. 
Dude, hold up. I want to know. This one might be just me. Oh, God. All right. T do tell. But, oh, God. <laughs> but, 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 but. Oh, hello. Oh, it's, it's, oh, sorry. Twitter was buzzing me. Anyways. Would anyone else see, like, that, that, like, thing of trying to, like, making a pocket pussy out of sponges and a glove? Holy shit. Maybe. I never thought... I tried to do it, and it did not work. Oh, it didn't work. work. It did not work. Wow. It sounds familiar. I tried familiar. wetting the sponges, but I saw... It was like... It's like a red Solo cup, two, like, yellow sponges, and then, like, a rubber glove. And I was like, I can make that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I tried, and it did not work. Uh, did it involve using a cup? Yeah, it's a red okay. Solo cup. Two... Are you making a list? <laughs> yeah, wait, let me write this down. Mm -hmm. Just go buy one like a normal adult, like everyone else. Alright. <laughs> I got it written down. But yeah. Just go buy one like a normal adult, like all of us. Um, I'm broke, so I'm just gonna use the uh, sponges. Mm -hmm. Spencer's, 25 bucks. <laughs> wait, how do you know that off the top of your head? Have you bought one? Maybe. <laughs> I just got a Discord message from someone. Was the was the uh, Spencer's pocket pussy better than the pillow? Yeah. Okay. No. Duh. I figured as much. <laughs> I I just wanted to make sure. It looks like a mouth. It's great. How disappointed would you have been if you tried it and you were like, the pillow was better? I probably vary. I mean, the pillow doesn't have beads, so like. Oh wow. Yeah, it's a, that's yeah. elaborate. It's it's great. <laughs> this has been engineered by the uh, rats from the Middle East. Ratatouille. This oh. podcast has been sponsored by the uh, Islamic dolphins. Oh yes. Oh. Time to get into the sponsor of today's podcast. Uh, oh yes. Pillows. Buy a pillow. Audible. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we can legally do that. Uh, no, we're, we're not sponsored by Audible. No, we are not sponsored <laughs> by Audible. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm -hmm. Any other comments? That, close that this sounds one like an episode. All right. So episode one of uh, this podcast. What are we titling it again? I'm I'm telling you, just let's do three question marks and make up a different name every time. All right, that sounds solid. Uh, Frankie, you wanted us to talk about the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy next time, right? Oh yeah, we should definitely. We do should the, definitely the do the that. All right. Yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> it's pizza time. Pizza time. <laughs> no, it's just pizza oh, time. Bad. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> he a true fan. Up places them on the desk and goes pizza time pizza, pizza time, time. <laughs> it's great and then the scene in the third one where he dances to no music Ooh, that's a good one that scene is amazing especially the edited version all right so um our next podcast i mean we'll probably do this like monthly uh the next one uh, what <laughs> well, we should we should aim for at least two a month i i could do two a month yeah. yeah. All right. All right. It's not that hard. So two a month. All right. So um, 
Thank you for watching. Uh, stay tuned mm -hmm. next. Listening. You, yeah, thank you for listening. If you'd like to um, not have the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy spoiled, then you should watch the whole thing by the time of our next discussion, and you could follow along with it better. Um, so you should f follow us on shit. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on FBD45. It's Subscribe at Jake. <laughs> That's Jake. All right, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.